This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for Pentecost Sunday A reading from the Book of Acts When time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. And suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. At this sound, they gathered in a large crowd, but they were confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded, and in amazement they asked, Are these not all people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each of us hear them in his native language? We are Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. Yet we hear them speaking in our own tongues of the mighty acts of God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are great indeed. How manifold are your works, O Lord. The earth is full of your creatures. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. If you take away their breath, they perish and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord be glad in his works. Pleasing to him be my theme. I will be glad in the Lord. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God, who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, are one body, so also Christ. 
For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free persons, and we were all given to drink of one spirit. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Sequence Come, Holy Spirit, come, and from your celestial home shed a ray of light divine. Come, Father of the poor, come, source of all our store. Come within our bosoms shine. You of comforters the best, you the soul's most welcome guest, sweet refreshment here below. In our labor rest most sweet, grateful coolness in the heat, solace in the midst of woe. O most blessed light divine, shine within our hearts of yours, and our inmost being fill. Where you are not, we have not, nothing good in deed or thought, nothing free from taint of ill. Heal our wounds, our strength renew, on our dryness pour your dew, wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart and will, melt the frozen, warm the chill, guide the steps that go astray. On the faithful who adore and confess you evermore, in your sevenfold gift descend. Give them virtue's sure reward, give them your salvation, Lord. Give them joys that never end. Amen. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Kevin, we are celebrating Pentecost Sunday this weekend. Yes, we are. And it is a Pentecost Sunday is a day on which the church commemorates uh, the coming of the Holy Spirit, which was made manifest to the early church and appeared as tongues of flame. And we hear a very dramatic account of that event in our first reading today. Our Lord spent the, the last three years of his life on earth, and we call that his public ministry, and he was preparing his disciples to fulfill their mission as apostles. And we can think of those years as a kind of gestational period for the church. Um, the church was in her early uh, early point of uh, formation, and then on Pentecost Sunday, we often refer to that as the birthday of the church, and that was the coming of the Holy Spirit, and um, Pentecost then is called the birthday of the church because it was in the coming of the Holy Spirit that the apostles began their mission of preaching the gospel, which is the reason the church exists in the first place. Yes, exactly. And of course, Pentecost Sunday always brings a challenging first reading. The Parthians, the Medes, the Elamites. I want to say, well done. It does. It does. <laughs> we have Those a lot words. of words. Yeah. <laughs> and the next several Sundays, have you looked at this? Next Sunday, we have the uh, Feast of the Most Holy Trinity. And then the Sunday after that, Corpus Christi. And then we're back into ordinary yeah. time. Powerhouse June coming up. Yes, Definitely. indeed. Yeah. And, and you mentioned about the birthday of the church. I mean, our readings today are full of the Spirit. Of course, the first reading has the noise and the fire, the second reading being in the Spirit. 
We see in the gospel an advocate come up. So a lot of spirit-filled themes today. And you know, with this first reading, I really see this as a Babel in reverse. So folks are probably familiar with the Tower of Babel. Uh, that came out of Genesis chapter 11. Let me hit a few highlights on this. Genesis chapter 11 starts with verse 1. Now the whole earth had one language and few words. Again, showing a unity there. But the people quickly said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens and let us make a name for themselves. And then the Lord said in verse six, this is only the beginning of what they will do. And of course, we see that has uh, transpired throughout history. Right. So verse eight, so the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth. And then therefore the name shall be called Babel because that's where the Lord confused the language of all the earth. So really in, you know, in their pride, in the people's pride, they tried to make a name for themselves. And of course, we've been living with that discord throughout history, but then Pentecost comes and it's that Babel in reverse. It brings the apostles there and everyone there from the whole world basically was gathered. And yet everyone heard them speaking in their native language. It was that beautiful reversal that Pentecost brought. And what caught me this time was the the word tongues, tongues as a fire. So of course we see the Holy Spirit being represented as fire or wind or a dove, but I really like the use of the word tongues here because again, that's a symbol of speech and that gift that the apostles were given. I thought that was very beautiful. Yes. And again, all the known world was there. They all heard the words from the apostles and by nightfall, 3,000 had been baptized. And really to sum this up, John Paul II, I thought had a wonderful quote how he said, Pentecost is still happening today. We still have that Holy Spirit moving within our church today. How beautiful and important that really is. Yeah, 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 good points, yeah. Well, we hear from the second reading from 1 Corinthians. Yeah, St. Paul is explaining how the Holy Spirit is made manifest in the mystical body of Christ. He tells us that we, the baptized, are one body and that the body has many parts and that each part plays a different role. You know, on more than one occasion, I have heard it stated that we, you know, the baptized you and I, are the same as the Eucharist, you know, what we see on the altar. Right. And that's just not true. There is a profound difference between the Eucharist and the mystical body of Christ. Both are directly connected, but it's not the same thing. Just before we receive Holy Communion, you know, the priest holds up the consecrated host and he proclaims the body of Christ because that's what it is. The Eucharist is the real presence. In other words, the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, whereas the mystical body of Christ is comprised of those who are baptized and are participating in the mystery of Christ through the sacraments. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad you made that distinction. And, you know, thinking about that mystical body of Christ and this line here that we're given different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit. I think that's what you're really hitting on with that mystical body of Christ. Uh, It really made me think about how our faith really is a, a gift from God. And when it says here there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, and later it says all the parts of the body, though many are one body, that means that we're all given some sort of gift for the glory of God, uh, that we are supposed to live in our lives, to be able to build the kingdom of God here. And so I think the question that we need to ask ourselves is, you know, what gift have we been given to build that body of Christ, to build that mystical body? 
Um, sometimes those gifts may be clear to people. Um, sometimes they may become obvious only after some significant life event. <laughs> right. Some we may not know of, maybe this side of heaven. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's obviously very important to do this discernment in our lives, but also if maybe you're discerning a vocation. It's very important to be able to go ahead and think about the spiritual gifts that you're be given and to go find good counsel. Um, so if you don't necessarily maybe know of this gift and during the sermon, I really want you and encourage you to pray and to be open to what God asked you to how and how God wants you to respond, to be open to that response. And, and I really like here in the catechism, it's paragraph 801, where it says, test everything, but retain what is good. Because that provides that litmus test to say, I'm not going to do something maybe out of my selfish selfishness or my pride, or maybe what people are telling me to do, to really make sure that it is coming from God and it builds up the kingdom of our church. Then that's where we can go back and test it, but retain what is good and how good. important that is. Good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, we have a, well, we had a sequence today. We got to read the sequence because oh, of Pentecost. So that beautiful. was really nice. Yes, yeah. I love that. So hopefully everyone took that to prayer. And we read from the Gospel of John, chapter 20 today. Okay, and in this passage, we find the disciples, they're hiding behind locked doors, and they're in fear of the Jews. And John tells us that this is the evening of the first day of the week. So it was, this was the evening of Easter Sunday. And then out of nowhere, Jesus appears to them in the flesh with the wounds in his hands and his sides. And they have no doubt that this is Jesus. And Jesus then tells them what it means to love him. And he prepares them to receive the Holy Spirit. In these words of the gospel, we learn that the life of a Christian goes far beyond just obeying the law of God. It also requires an intimate relationship with God. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.